everybody. It is Youth Month, as you know, and we are still celebrating it here at Cosmos City, and I'm hoping that everyone is enjoying it. You're still going to see many more young faces, and hopefully by the end of this, we will go to a vibrant church that is active not only within um, the older people, but even the young people who shall be active in the life of the church. Today we shall be looking a bit on living for Christ. The reason why we have chosen to go with this theme, living for Christ, is that we have noted that many a times um, young people tend to waste their lives thinking that they are still too young and that there is still time for them to redeem. But the reality of the matter is that both you and I don't know for how long God has called us to be um, in this earth. One day he's gonna call us back to himself. And when he does, will he, found us, will he find us to be ready for what he had called us to do and to live and to be while in this world? Um, so we are going to draw some lessons from the men that we all know. We're gonna draw lessons from King David. David was, I want us to look at, at David as a, as a young man. I want us to look at him not only as a king, but in his kingship there was a journey prior to that. And I want us to appreciate him today as a human being just like you and me um, living in this generation. So we're going to start from the book of Acts chapter 13, verse 22, and it reads as follows. After, after removing Saul, he made David their king. I pray this does not happen to any one of us, wherein God recalls us in our lifetime like he did with Saul. Um, the Bible says that God testified concerning him, meaning David. He said, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, and he will do everything I want him to do. And that is the kind of generation that we are praying and hoping for in our lifetime, that we may be a youth that is after God's heart and who is willing to not sacrifice anything when it comes to doing the will of God. Let that be our priority and let that be what we live for. So, like I said, David was, was just a, a person like any one of us. He grew up in a family. He was the youngest in his family, so he had, he had siblings, he had parents. And so the day-to-day -day things that we face as human beings, as the young, um, the young people, those things too David faced. But I want us to look at how he overcome or what makes him the David that we know in all that he lived for. Um, so we are going to look at um, the book of First Samuel chapter 16, verse 18. It says here that there was a time when Saul was tormented by an evil spirit. And at that time, he needed someone to play the liar just so that the evil spirit may stop tormenting him. And someone, one of his servants said to, to Saul, um, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 18, it reads as follows. One of the young men answered, 
Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, uh, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a man of good presence, and the Lord is with him. This is the testimony that followed David from a young age. It, it, it wasn't someone who was very close to him from what I read. However, this person had watched David from a distance. This person had seen David lived. And the testimony that followed the life of David was a good one. It says here, he is skillful in what he does. He is a man of valor. He is a man of war. He is prudent in speech and a man of good presence, and the Lord is with him. When I read these words, I want you and me to ask each other this question. What are the people that know us, the people that we meet on a day-to-day -day basis? What are they saying about our character? Does it testify of Christ or does it make them question if we are indeed of Christ? Behold, let us not be a generation who lives a life that is questionable when it comes to our rebirth in Christ. There is something about David that I like as well. David showed great faith and great trust in his Lord. How much of our God do we know and how much of him do we trust? Let us look at the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 36, and it reads as follows. This is when the Israelites were gathering and Goliath came to defile the Israelites day after day, and no one was found or no one came up to say that I will fight with Goliath. Goliath was known to, to be a man of war in his uh, well, in, in his own way. But when David heard the words that Goliath spoke to the Israelites, that disturbed him inside. And he stood up to say that, I shall be the one who faces this giant. And that is the kind of generation that we are looking for. A young people that, we, that will say, we, we are not... We are not um, disturbed or we, we are not intimidated by the challenges that this world faces. We are not intimidated by how big whatever we face is. We stand and trust in our God. Listen to what David says. David says, your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. The uns this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defiled the armies of the living God. So in him engaging in this war, it was not about his name. What disturbed him more than anything was this Goliath that was ridiculing the people of God. This Goliath that was ridiculing God and who he is. And he said, I shall not stand to watch such. But remember, because David had had testimonies before, he could stand tall and declare um, 
the greatness of God because he had witnessed him before. He says that he has killed both the lion and the bear. And that is the testimony that makes him to be strong when he has to, fa to face this giant Goliath. And whatever we go through, the small battles that we fight every day and win, may that keep you and may that be a reminder when you have to face bigger challenges that you have seen your God previously. And the same God who sustained you is still the very same God even when you face bigger challenges in life. But the faith and the trust that David had stands out for me. In chapter 18 of 1 Samuel, we are introduced to David's friendship. Here we are told that Jonathan and David became friends, or we are told of their friendship. So David was not an alone man. David was not a person who lived as an island. He lived amongst people, his family, we have already said that, but he also had a friend. And that is very important to the young people because as we go about our day-to-day -day lives, we will need friends or we, 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 we we do need friendships in our lives so that we can have people that we can confide in. So the kind of friends you choose does matter a lot. You cannot choose family, but you surely can choose friends. So be careful who you hang around with, the kind of advices they are giving you and the direction they are leading you into. Will those friendships suck out of you or will they build you to be the kind of person that God has called you into? David has had Jonathan. Who do you have in your life? Peer pressure is not an option. You have to stand by the Christ that you know and be faithful in the day-to-day -day living, even when people are not around. The other side of David that I want us to explore is that David achieved a lot at a very young age. David went to battle and he won the, the battles that he engaged in. David led thousands of men into battle and he came back um, having, having succeeded against the enemy. And they had a song for him. They said, um, Saul overcame a thousand, but when it comes to, to David, they say he has overcome over ten, tens of thousands. And that is the, the testimony that followed David. But I want us to notice one thing, that whatever was going on with David, him being king, all the successes that followed him because of God, David never became proudful. He was never boastful of himself. And that is something that we need to learn. The Bible says that um, in the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, it, it reads as follows. First pride, then the crush. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. So when we become a prideful people with what God is doing in our lives, that is the quickest way to our downfall. So I, 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 beg, I, be, I beg you, I beseech you, that howsoever God chooses to use you, do not be prideful 
with what God has allowed you to achieve. Remember, it is not your own strength. It is God granting grace. What made David to be successful in his endeavors is that David was, a, was someone who always inquired with the Lord, with the Lord. He would not go into battle unless God allowed him to. No matter how burning or passionate he felt about the nation that he had to go fight, if God does not give a go-ahead, David would not go. And that is the kind of lives that I would like us as young people to seek to have, that we, we, we seek to have a very close relationship with God, such that we will not go to the left or to the right without inquiring of the Lord. Remember, the Lord knows our tomorrow even before we get to it. So to go um, to the left or to the right without inquiring from him, we, we are sort of robbing ourselves of the benefit that we have in Christ Jesus. So let us be a people that seeks after God. It says here in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, for who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. God has given us his Holy Spirit. Let us fellowship with him. Let us learn to, to intimately, to be intimate with him as um, our vision goes. There, there are sides of David or a side of David that I don't want us to neglect. Having spoken about his successes, having spoken of how good he was as a soul servant, having, having been a good king to, to the Israel, to the nation of Israel, there are still some challenges that he faced. Number one, you will, you will realize that the biggest challenge he had to face was that of Saul. For his life, Saul pursued to kill David. And Saul was a king. So you can imagine the pressure that he was faced with on a day-to-day -day basis. But that did not make uh, it did not make David turn away from God, even though he was facing such. And never did he seek to revenge for himself. He did not seek to prove a point that, it, that in fact, I am actually more powerful. Instead, he was seeking for God to avenge on his behalf, or he sought for, for God's hand in all that he did. So that is the challenge that he faced. The other challenge that he faced that we mostly know about, the book of 2 Samuel chapter 11, um, it records David sleeping with uh, Bathsheba. At that time, Bathsheba was married to Uriah. So in a way, David was sleeping with someone's uh, wife. Having done that, he went on to plot the death of the, the the death of Bathsheba's husband. And that is the weakness 
that we see in him. Those are the challenges that we see in him. The other thing that I want us to look at is that when, um, when Bathsheba fell pregnant, he gave, she gave birth, but that child died. So there was loss in his life. So these are some of the pressures of life or the challenges that, um, that David faced. But David had a way of dealing with his challenges. And I want you to know today that for as long as you are living, you will face challenges. The people who are not faced with challenges are those who are dead or have not been born. But for as long as you are living, you will face something every day. I like how David responds um, when he is told or when Nathan confronts him of his sin. When Nathan came to David and told him about his sin with Bathsheba, David turned to God and said, I have sinned against God. That is the kind of attitude we need to have as children of God. When we read the word of God, when we listen to sermons, when we listen to other people's counsel and our mistakes or our sins are brought to light, let us not seek to cover that, but let us seek to say, I have sinned against the Lord. And what that does is it brings us closer to God and it, it gives us a, a more real relationship with God wherein we are not wearing masks, we are not having um, to cover our sins unnecessarily. So that is the kind of relationship I pray we may have with God. Now, those are the few things I could I wanted us to look at um, in a very short space of time. But when you read about the life of David, there are so many lessons to learn. Whatever we have spoken about, I want you to remember this one thing. You may be young, but God has, has use for you and has purpose for you. Let us seek to live purposeful lives. I thank you.